Hello, I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It is FMC coming to you on a beautiful Tuesday, March 21st. SP3, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. It's not a not a good week for us, Laker Nation. What happened? Not the, be- not the best week for the Laker Nation, folks. Lost two in a row. Lost to Dallas. Oh God, the Dallas oh, Mavericks. Oh, that was a God. that was a rough one to watch because <sighs> top five MVP candidate uh, Anthony Davis wasn't even looking like a top fifty player on defense because he he cost us that game between the foul on Kiba on Kiba on the three point line and then leaving Maxi Kleba open for the for the game winning three. Anthony Davis, I told you last week, when you want to be, you are the best player in the league. And then you just oh. turn around and just make me look like an idiot. I'm done. I'm over it. That's the end of it for this season. Oh. I am not I'm not going to claim you as a top five MVP candidate for the rest of the season. You have to prove me wrong in the playoffs or play in or if we even make it that goddamn. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... It was a long week for Laker Nation. Thankfully, thankfully, Redneck Mamba, uh, Austin Reeves, came through for us, got us a win against the Magic. Whoopee. Uh, but we are we are not in the play-in like we were over the last two weeks. But uh, thankfully, the West is a whole mess. We're 5 through 12, Jeremy are separated by two and a half games as we head into the final, what, two weeks of the season? 11. Most teams have like 10 or 11 games left. Some teams have nine, but most teams are at 10 or 11 games. So, yeah, there's only two weeks, two and a half weeks left. Here we are. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. The Lakers trying in 11 spot this late into the season oh joy oh joy for us all and now my dog is barking at the goddamn door my missus probably doesn't even hear him so see it's all a mess it's all your fault anthony davis you left maxi Kleba open oscar's barking at the door at the door right now it's all your fault ad anthony i got Myron, Myron, i got Moan. it i got a gift i got a gift to cheer you up SP3. All right. You ready? Just for you, buddy. Just for you. It's Caden. Caden's oh, here. Oh, my goodness. What are we doing? What are we doing? He's here How to cheer you up. No, this doesn't cheer oh. me up. Why, why not? I'm sorry. Kaden, I didn't know you were SP3. Well, I actually am here to do something nice today, SP3 and Jeremy. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for the last two to three weeks. I just haven't been able to with timing and everything. But with a stressful two to three weeks coming up for everybody here, I wanted to spread some positivity. So I am here to say nice things about both of you. Okay, go. <laughs> he was he was waiting for us for our response. Like, what were we doing here? I don't know. Jeremy, I'll start with you. You are the headline god. Nobody makes better wow, headlines. You said, you said you said a nice thing about me of a nickname I gave myself. You're you're doing <laughs> you're off to a great start here. Well, it's the truth. You are <laughs> 
Well, th- th- appreciate that. Uh, you work your ass off doing absolutely everything. You are an incredible friend. You've offered to help whenever I am going through rough times or just need someone there for me. Uh, and you do the same for everybody. You're always there for anybody, no matter what's going on with them. And uh, I don't believe that you have a hateful bone in your body. One of the That's truly not true at all. <laughs> Have you heard of this season? Come on, are we yeah, kidding? You that's know, definitely not true. You know, you know what I mean. Like you, you, you know the point I'm trying to make. You all, yeah. yeah, you're like you're genuinely one of the greatest people I I know. And uh, I know that you, like I sent you a DM a few weeks ago where I was, uh, I'm doing something inspired by you, and you said to never be inspired by you. And yeah, I don't be inspired. Truly, don't agree with that. I look up to you and what you've done. Uh, with wrestling media and all of that. I know we're not supposed to talk about wrestling, but uh, I do look up to you and everything that you do. And I aspire to be as great as you in that space. Find better heroes. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, let's talk about another hero of mine who I'm going to break kayfabe SP3. He uh, likes to shit talk me all the time and be really mean. But uh, SP3 is one of the greatest content creators in the space always killing it with every single thing he does, putting in intense hours, uh, never lacking with the amount of content. And the content is always quality. He, he never lets it um, get to a spot where it's not fantastic. It's some of the best I've ever seen. And the grind that he's on right now is spectacular. Like that's uh, like, I know yesterday you said one of the greatest minds, Jeremy, I a hundred percent agree with that. There's nobody I think is better right now and just on top of their game than SP three. That was, that was very nice. Caden. I told you, I told you over on uh, around the point network, I'm going to say nice things about you to balance all the mean things I say about you. Since I already had to murk a kid on uh, Twitter, I want to balance the scales and be nice to another kid. So you are you are you are the future of of wrestling, YouTube, and content creation. You know Shit, your stuff, especially sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the future is relative. Uh, who knows what the future holds for us? But no, but Caden Caden is is a very uh, genuine and sweet individual. He's a kind person. He's a he's a person that I I I've heard him say things that he hates, but he doesn't have a hateful bow. He says it in the nicest way possible. Caden's a very good kid, and if anyone knows hockey like like Caden, I have yet to meet them. I would I would definitely go to you if I had any hockey information that didn't have to do with the Mighty Ducks, Caden. You're a great you're a great individual and you're doing great stuff. You're 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 working your way up the ladder and I love to see it. Thank you. God that this hurt love, me saying this love fest is <laughs> sickening. Absolutely sickening. Anything else, Caden, I'm not putting you over. All right, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't expect you to. I'm, no, I'm, not I'm about breaking to... <laughs> kayfabe. I'm about to go do a newsroom shift, so that's great. I'll have fun. I, I hope it goes well. Uh, Thank you. Take care. Did you go to the uh, Canadians Lightning game? Is that the game you said yeah. you're going to go to? Okay. I, yeah, I, I forgot who won. Was it good? Uh, it was a yeah. It was a good game. I think it was with an empty netter, five to three. Brandon Hagel got a hat trick. Oh, okay. There you go. Did you throw your hat? I didn't have a hat. You got a, It's a hockey game. You bring a hat to a hockey game. 
Well, why would I throw a hat for the other guy who gets the hat trick, not on my team? Because it's it's tradition. Nah, fuck Tampa. Could you could you imagine Caden with hat here? Oh, oh that I would can't. be. I can't picture <laughs> no. you in a hat. Do you have a hat? Can you put a hat on? Yeah, let me get a hat. That long hair. Like, I don't. I can't picture picture him with a hat. Not a great look. It's not a great look for you, Kaden. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked like a subpar character. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, can you do a chat GPT bit on this on the show? <laughs> Yeah, what do I need to do? Okay, that that was what he was reading. He was reading Chappie. Yeah. I want to say nice things about Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and Chappie gave him all that stuff. I legitimately thought about doing that to the wife of him. I'm going to respond to you in like a chat GPT bit after watching that episode. And she's like, that thing is going to hack your phone and it's going to steal all your information. Do not do, do not put that app on your phone. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's probably smart. <laughs> that episode was great. <laughs> I think you, okay. So you've watched, all right, Kaden, do you have anything else to say where you're go, go do your new shift? Go away. No, I'm good. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye, Caden. Thanks for the Bye, kind Kayden. comments. Yes. That was some positivity to start this episode. Yeah, that was nice. That's nonsense on this show. Yeah. It would be impossible <laughs> for it. Absolute nonsense. So you've watched, we'll get into the MILF Manor finale here in a second, but you've you've watched the show now, right, SP3? MILF Manor? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched okay. two, now two episodes. Okay, so Joey, you know, you know the Joey now. Uh, the the is that the the virgin son? Of yeah, Kelly? Kelly's Kelly's son. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced he's an AI bot. <laughs> Watching, watch the season and watch him like thinking he is an AI bot, and I'll explain more during the finale with Ross because I want to see Ross's take on this. But I'm convinced he's an AI bot. We'll get into that. I wouldn't be surprised. Bit. I wouldn't be surprised at all from the two episodes I've watched. I can already tell that much. He, that dude. All right, SB3. Let's talk about the West play-in here for a second. It's absolute nonsense. It's absolute nuts. Uh, The Thunder, we're we're in it, and I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about it. You're in ninth now. I don't know how to feel about this. I keep waiting for the Jazz to fall off. They beat the Kings last night. Like, what are we doing Utah, can you now they play the Blazers? Blazers are cooked, by the way. They're done. Yeah. Dame seems resigned. He's like Dame even publicly, he publicly said it. He was like, he was yeah. like, oh, we're out of this. Yeah. So the Blazers are done. I think they're gonna shut Dame down here shortly. The Pelicans still can't buy a win without Zion. You got the Lakers and the white privileged Austin Reeves getting all of this love, like he's the second coming of Kobe when he is a dude. The Lakers do this with every LeBron kind of does this with with everybody. Matthew Delladova, it's like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this hardworking white guy on a LeBron team. Alex Caruso, Caruso. hardworking white guy on a LeBron team. And now Austin Reeves is just that next iteration out here. These, these guys aren't Mamba. that good. Nah. He's, he's, he's not that good. I don't even like mind Austin Reeves, but the Lakers exceptionalism when it comes to these guys, they're, they're just, 
they're fine players on fine teams having to play a bigger role because the team wasn't constructed all that well. And it's been better since the trade deadline, but somebody's got to score and do some stuff with LeBron. And these white guys, they play hard. Bless them. They play hard. That's what we do. White people in basketball, we play hard. We're not the most skilled guys in the world, but we'll give you some good effort out there. We'll D up a little bit. We'll hit some shots. But let's not act like Austin Reeves is like an MVP candidate. They're going to try trading him for, they have to give him away uh, for a second round pick like they did uh, Talon Horton Tucker, who's playing pretty well in Utah, by the way. He is. Yeah. He is. Oh. So, uh- I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm not appreciating all this disrespect of uh, redneck Mamba. Uh, he he he's doing his thing. He's he's keeping us afloat right now. He's the greatest fight player I've seen since Billy Billy Hole. Uh, so <laughs> he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing out here in these streets, and he's holding the Lakers up because Anthony Davis is disappointing me. He, he, I put, I put my reputation on the line by by bigging up Anthony Davis, giving him an inspirational speech that I did last week, and then he disappoints me with his with not playing back to back games and we losing to the freaking Houston Rockets, to the Houston Rockets, ladies and gentlemen. Ew. The Pelicans lost to the Rockets too. That was a bad loss, which is fine. I'm fine with these teams losing. Like, it's all I'm sitting pretty as a Thunder fan. We either make the play in and great, like we get that experience, we we get that boost, or we don't, or we lose, or whatever. This is not the season where people are expecting anything from us. This is this is all good. We face our biggest nemesis tonight. 500 that's been our biggest nemesis all season we've lost like eight straight games when we've had the chance to make that's it like to us. 500 that's like us we we keep losing every time we're close to five we're one game we're one game below 500 we go on a losing streak we go on three game losing streak two game losing streak it doesn't fail we it's like the lakers and oklahoma city are not battling each other for the play-in they're battling 500 for the play-in we, we actually play the Clippers tonight, and I'm very – I don't think we're beating the Clippers. Clippers have play, played well with, with Kawhi in the lineup. Uh, Kawhi since, has been going off. Yeah, Kawhi's been going off. Russ has found, like, found his role and everything. That's team playing play Seven points well. per game, yes. That's his role. Look, it, it, a lot of assists, a lot of rebounds. He's affecting the game. Russ still affects the game. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's got one more great Thunder performance in him over the one of these next two games. I think they're in OKC next time. I think it's a home and home. They're in LA tonight, and then they're in Oklahoma City. I'm hoping he has a, one more great Thunder performance in him, whether it be at home or on the road. Uh, he had a great game against uh, Portland, where he had nine points, ten assists, and twelve rebounds. He waved but, off the triple double. He did. Yeah, he did. Paul George, they knew he had nine points, and Paul George at the end of the game with like 30 seconds remaining, he's like, do you want the ball? Do you want to attempt? You know, it's so guaranteed that Russell Westbrook's going to score, but do you want to attempt to score here, get the triple-double? And Russell's like, no, and they took the the team turnover. They let the shot clock run out. So he waved off the triple-double, all these people saying that Russ is a stat patter. How dare you? He didn't take a potentially easy triple-double. I mean, he could have had the triple-double much earlier if he didn't shoot like 3 of 12 from the field. But, you know, what 
can what can you do? What are we doing here? What are we doing here, ladies and gentlemen? That's Russell Westbrook for you. But you know, the game before that, they lost to Orlando. So yeah, that that Kawhi didn't play that game, but that was still a bad loss. Like you can't you can't lose to Orlando. That's a bad loss, even with yeah. you know, we have a bad loss. Clippers got to have a bad loss. That's they're, they're trying to keep consistent with us. They're trying to keep consistent with us. Uh, we had the loss to, to the Rockets. They had the loss to Orlando. We beat Orlando, thankfully, because stop the bleeding. God damn, what a week. Why do we Why do we have to have this week? Man, that Dallas, we should have won that goddamn Dallas game. I'm, 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 I'm Dallas just, blew, Dallas blew a 15-point lead. To the Grizzlies last night, they blew. They, got, they blew a double-digit lead to us. They that team is something else, like just something else. I don't. They can be up. I saw that when they were up last night. I was like, oh, Memphis doesn't have like Jaw Adams. Like they're still missing a lot of their guys. Like this lead might seem a little bit safe with Dallas. And then I check the score five minutes later. It's like, nope, this lead is not safe. It is now a three-point game, and there's still like nine minutes remaining. And this quarter, I'm like, Dallas is going to lose by double digits. And they damn near did like that. It would honestly be, I like Luca. I'd like to see Luca in the playoffs because I want to see the best players in the playoffs at the end of the day. Uh, I want to see the top tier talent. It would be hilarious if this team misses the playoffs, they go out, they trade for Kyrie. Cause they're like, we got to get Luca a second star and we got to get some pressure off of him. And they go, they get Kyrie, and they still miss the playoffs. That would be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Somebody tweeted, this was years ago, actually. Uh, it was when they had Porzingis. Carlisle was Carlisle was still the coach. It, the, the tweet was like, the Mavericks are like Luka, Porzingis, and a bunch of seventh men. And yet Rick Carlisle still makes it work. And that's still what they are. It's Luka, Kyrie, and a bunch of seventh best players on most teams. And it, except it's Jason Kidd is the coach and not Rick Carlisle. And Jason Kidd is yeah. not as good of a coach as Rick Carlisle. And uh, <laughs> it's working about how it's working right now. Just that's a disaster fire. Between. Pretty much. It, they're, it's they're, hilarious they're, to me. They're 500 right now. Uh, Kyrie is back, but no Luca. So all these games are going to be tough for them, regardless of if they win or lose. They're making it close at the very least for most of these yeah, games. But... I mean, they went into overtime with San Antonio. The game went that's not good. Who cares yeah. if it's overtime? With... They should yeah. have lost that game. San Antonio pulled a fantastic tank job in that game. They were trying to tank out on that, and Dallas was still like, "No, no, no, let's make this competitive." It's not good that they're going to overtime. It's a close game against San Antonio. This is not a good thing that they're making these games close against these teams. They're blowing leads. They're, they play to their competition. It's a terrible team. Dallas, I can't wait to just bet against them in the playoffs. Oh, man, they're, they're an easy first round out right now. It's it's not even funny. Uh, so right now, I think Dallas is in, what, seventh? Yeah, they're in seventh place uh they're they're basically one game out if they if they if they lose and we win they would basically be out of the play out, out of the play-in and we would be in the playoffs so we have a couple of teams that we have to jump get jazz thunder uh timberwolves timberwolves has been playing very inconsistent as well as of late so 
it, it's all it's all up in the air when it comes to this play-in. There, there's there's Dallas, there's Timberwolves, there's Thunder, there's Jazz, there's the Lakers, there's the Pelicans, Warriors. If they if they have enough road games, they could be in this play-in mix because they're barely they're they're a half a game out of seventh place. Uh, they're up from seventh place. They're in sixth place, and then uh, Clippers have created a little bit of distance where they're a game and a half ahead of uh, the Warriors at six in the fifth plate in the fifth spot. So, but all of this could change coming next week. Hey, I mean, it will change coming next week when the Clippers lose the next two games against Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Josh Giddy and J dub mm-hmm. and the Oklahoma city thunder. That's I'm rooting for you. Nah, the Clippers. Back I, back, yeah. Back to back games against Sal. Yeah. That's yeah, they got, we got two against the Clippers and then one against the Lakers. I'll be happy if they can win one of those. The Suns win was a was a big one because they looked dead in that game. I was very disappointed. Like, oh, this – because the Suns didn't even have Aiden. I was like, oh, this isn't going well. And then the fourth quarter, they just turned it around. Bless them. So, you know, they, it, that was a big victory against the Suns. I don't have high hopes to get this next stretch. But then we kind of got like an easy stretch where we need to definitely win all of those games. It's like four four very winnable games. Uh, it seems like right now we have the tough stretch. Every other team has the easy stretch. But then it comes into we have an easy stretch and every other team has a little tough stretch. So yeah, we'll we, see. It's, it's going to all change by next week. We're, Anthony Edwards is out for Minnesota, and yet they still just like – they rolled on uh, whoever they played last night. They, they, they dominated them. Um Oh, they beat the the Jazz beat the Kings. Who did the Timberwolves beat last night? Uh, the Knicks. They beat the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Julius Randle had fifty seven, and Jesus didn't matter. <laughs> didn't matter. They lost to they lost to a Timberwolves team without Anthony Edwards. Hey, uh, Rudy Gobert had sixteen points. So there you go. No, Look, it, it was mean, it was Torian Prince who had thirty five. Yeah, that really yeah, kept him Prince But they had. They had uh, seven players in double digits, so it was a team effort, really. I I didn't think I figured once Anthony Edwards got hurt, it's like, oh, okay, like that's that's the end of Minnesota. It's like, nope, we're just gonna beat the Knicks despite Julius Randle having fifty-seven points. The West is so weird; you can't figure it out from day to day. Just cannot even pretend to figure it out. Anybody who thinks they have like a firm grasp on what's happening in the West, they're lying to you. They're they're 100% lying to you. I thought the Jazz were going to fall off. They beat the Kings last night. Walker Kessler is out here looking like prime Rudy Gobert. What a trade that was for Utah, by the way. Grizzlies without John Morant won three straight. Yeah, like, you know. The West is just weird. The, the, The Nuggets, let's get into this. The Nuggets go to the East, and all of a sudden they can't buy a win. They're not even playing good teams out east and yet they can't beat them at all Jokic, Jokic is still putting up like fine numbers in these games and yet they're losing and now joel Embiid is the favorite for the mvp it looked like Jokic out of nowhere locked up it looked like Jokic we literally went locked up a week ago and now what was Embiid it like two weeks ago yeah. Two weeks ago, we 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 had we had already wrapped it up. We gave it a gift to Jokic. He was like, "Here's your MVP, your third MVP award, unanimous MVP." And in two weeks' time, all of that has changed because of the numbers in the month of March. Because people need to remember the fact that the last two seasons that Jokic uh, won the MVP, he really won it in the final 
two months of the season, really, because Joel Embiid goes down with the injury in the first year, and that's that's when people started really jumping on the Jokic bandwagon. Reels really split between the two for most most of the season, and then last year, uh, Jokic had a very strong close to the year. Embiid kind of tailed off and was kind of uh, more reliant on James Harden, and that's why Jokic won back-to-back MVPs. Now this season, do you want to hear the these numbers for the mar- month of March, Jeremy. I have them. I, I did my research. I have numbers here. I'm wow. a, I have a static. I have my statistician um, to print this out for me so I could read it here on air. Jokic for the month of March is averaging 25 points, 13 rebounds, nine of six on uh, 64, 64% from the field, 38% from three, 79% from the line. Really great numbers. I think it's better than, I would say, 95% of the year. Why I say 95% of the year and not uh, of the of the league and not and not 100% is because Joel Embiid, my friends, is averaging 36 points per game, nine rebounds, two and a half blocks on 63% from the field, 46% from the three-point line, and 83%. From the free throw line, this man is going off, and he's like, Jokic, I'm not about to let you just walk your ass to that MVP podium. I am gonna make a statement, and I'm gonna make sure that it's tough for these media members to vote against me because he's closing out the year very, very strong. And Bede's been he's been impressive. They're winning a lot of games, they're beating a lot of good teams, and the Nuggets, even though. Jokic is he's basically he's a little bit down on the because he's been averaging a triple double this season yeah. so his his numbers are like slightly down but they're relatively in line with what he's been doing and I'm sure all the advanced metrics are favorable towards Jokic as well but they, they've been losing games at the end of the day that's what people are going to look at is like you're losing games against these teams you probably shouldn't lose to and then the Sixers are winning games against Really good teams. The Sixers did lose last night against the Bulls in just a very ugly basketball game. They play the Bulls again, I think, tomorrow night. Harden might be hurt. Uh, so, you, look, Embiid, I think Harden is faking an injury so Embiid can boost his MVP case even more. I also think these are conspiracy theories I've seen. He's a, see, he's a good teammate, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Don't don't believe the hype. James Harden's <laughs> a good teammate. So Harden's faking an injury to boost Embiid's case. Jokic is tanking games because he doesn't care about the MVP race. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to remove myself from the discussion. I'm going to tank these games and Embiid can win. I, I've said this. I don't remember if I've said this on the show. I know I've said this uh, to, to my buddy Samer. I think Giannis is actually like the MVP of the league. Like If you looked at it like objectively and you're like, who's the best player? Who's the most valuable player? I think it's Giannis. Giannis does it on both ends of the court. He affects the game in ways that nobody else can affect the game. He's the best player on the best team. Like the the Bucks are probably going to be the one seed. They got a better record than the Nuggets. I, I I think Giannis is the true MVP, but he's already won it twice, so it comes into that fa- voter fatigue thing that we've talked about. And you got to do something just super impressive, like Jokic had been doing for most of the season, averaging a triple double on just extreme efficiency and the one seed in the West, which I still think they're going to be the one seed in the West. It's just they've, they've lost a few games down the stretch that 
they truthfully probably don't care about because they're not in a position to like lose any, or they're not in a position to like lose their spot as the top seed in the West. I think Giannis is the best player though. And that's why I'd give Giannis the MVP. I mean, but if, I if think, Embiid wins it, it'd be deserving. I think Giannis is still the best player in the league, but he missed a bunch of games uh, in the, like the middle portion of the season and the Bucks were still winning. So <laughs> he, I think he missed, he missed, they missed like three or four. That's I mean, not a well, bunch. They, played, they they played well. It was key. It was key games, and they went on a four game winning streak without him. They they lost a couple of games they shouldn't have lost without him. Yeah, but the Warriors game <laughs> in particular was a game they definitely should not have lost. That that he did not play in, and they ended up losing uh, that game. I the think, Bucks are I a good any, team. I think any other season he's missed. 15 games this season that's 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 a that's a good portion of uh that's a what is that i think it's like one eighth of the season so that's that's a little that's a lot of games that's a lot of games Joel Embiid and Jokic have not missed that many games so and and you know they're gonna have the one seed wrapped up in probably another week and a half so he's gonna probably sit out like the last three or four games so he's gonna probably be at three four or five games so he'll be at like 20 games missed for the season I don't think anyone who plays 62 out of 82 games should win the MVP so that's why I, I don't think Giannis can be an MVP candidate I think this is a two-horse race yeah, Joel Embiid has he's 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 made the margin between him and Jokic a lot smaller, and I might be jumping back on the Joel Embiid bandwagon. Yes, it was just two weeks ago that I said yeah, Jokic finally proved me wrong and won the MVP, but I've been on the Joel Embiid bandwagon before anybody, Jeremy. You know it for to be a fact. I was I said Joel Embiid should have won two years ago. I said he should have won last year, and now I'm gonna be back on the bandwagon. Just give him, just let have him close out March very strong. They've won nine of the last eleven games in this month uh, for the 76ers. I think they are they are closing the gap. They might they might get the two seed at this point. Uh, the way they they've been playing and the way the Celtics have not been playing so well. Oh, uh, the uh, Celtics. The Celtics losing to the Jazz was so painful as and you you know SP3 like we we need these West teams to lose here even if our teams aren't winning these other teams you need know? to lose. That's so the whole the, reason we're not in the play in. <laughs> the Celtics would have lose to the damn Jazz and now the Sixers are just a half a game out a half a game off of the Celtics at the 2 seed. So give me the Sixers. If the Sixers get to the 2 seed then that is a really it's it's not that big of a margin because when you really look at the when you look at the records as well because the east top half is stronger than the west top half yeah. so despite the nuggets being number 1 in the west they have what uh they have what 40 i think they have 48 wins and i think the uh sixers have 48 wins yeah the sixers are 48 and 23 while the nuggets are 48 and 24 so the sixers right now have a better record than the Nuggets, so but, the argument but. is the argument is getting better for Joel Embiid to sneak in here and steal the MVP, which I'm all for. I'm all for black people stealing from uh, your Eastern Europeans. Wait a second, what? <laughs> 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 
I can, folks. I'm trying to make you laugh. It's really early in the morning, folks. I'm just trying to pop Jeremy and pop you guys watching at home. I don't mean that. I'm I'm not fine with black people stealing at all, but I am a little bit finer with them doing it from Eastern Europeans. That's all. That's the truth. All right. I'm sorry. SV3, what has happened? <laughs> What are, what are we doing here, SB3? Just trying to pop the fans. I'm I apologize. I'm all over the place oh. this morning. It's been it's been a long week. Come on, folks. Do you understand Tuesday. what I've been through? It's Tuesday. No, I'm talking about since last the last time we did the show. It's been a long Fair. week for me. Fair. We lost to the Dallas Mavericks. Because Anthony Davis wanted to leave Maxi Kleba open. What was he doing? He was like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, wouldn't you leave Maxi Kleber open? Like, never. Never. Maxi Kleber is the threat. <laughs> You'd rather just let Kyrie go one on one than. He already had Kleber to defend his honor. What do we need a third one for? Make it really difficult. Oh, my Davis disappointing. By the way, Embiid has played two more games than Giannis. It's not like he is over here. He's outplayed. He says this ten more games than it's two games. SV three. It's two games. That's a, that. That was two significant games because that was the game. That, that was the games that got them to just a game, a half a game out of second place. They're three games out of first place. We don't know what's going to happen in these final three weeks. We don't know what's going to happen. We have no idea. It's going to be an insane uh, couple of weeks here. I'm looking forward to it. It's nice to, after the last couple of seasons as a Thunder fan, with very meaningless games for pretty much since the start of the season. Because two years ago, no real hope. We knew what the team was going to be after trading Chris Paul and literally everybody else on the team Last year, there wasn't a lot of, it was a little bit early. We're like, oh, growth of Poku. Oh, who's this Josh Giddy guy? Like there was a little bit of excitement with a couple of new players and everything. This year, there was even more excitement to start the season, but we still figured, all right, it, we're a year away. And then Chet got hurt and it's like, all right, well now, fuck it. We're just the same team coming back. No real excitement to start the year. So hasn't been a whole lot of like meaningful games as a Thunder fan the past two seasons. And now- to be in this spot, it's nice to have meaningful basketball games again. I'm getting upset when they lose, which isn't good for my my health. Uh, you know, what can you do? I'm gonna be a be a wreck during the a play in game. It's just gonna be the end of me. Like just oh shit, the play in is gonna ruin me. Imagine if we make the playoffs. That Thunder and Abs making the playoffs at the same time. Wife is going to divorce me in a heartbeat. She'd be like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, this man has lost his hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is he going through? He's wearing the same clothes for four days because he's watching NBA and NHL playoffs back-to-back days. It's ignoring everybody. She's like, don't talk to me. Just, just do not talk to me. Nobody speak to me right now shirking all responsibilities and everything i'll be fine for the the thunder run like, i'm not expecting anything out of them the abs run the expectations are there but we won the cup last season so yeah. it's a little a little bit but i'm still gonna be still gonna be a wreck panthers got the number one overall pick in the draft look at that stupid time 
Look at look at it's looking up for you. It's looking up for is you. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, your teams your teams are gonna be playing late with NHL and NBA. Your teams got the number one I, NFL they, draft picks. They, 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 we're not gonna be playing late in the NBA. I have no no Hey, they'll be they'll, they might be in a play in. You never know. You never know. We don't know how the Jazz is gonna play. We don't know week to week what the Jazz is gonna do. I would like it if we could get to five hundred. If we could get to five hundred, I would be happy. Look at this great Photoshop. I gotta download it. I was gonna I was gonna reveal this on uh Twitter when when and if which would be never uh which would be never if they made it to five hundred. But I don't know if I'm ever gonna get a chance to actually reveal that on Twitter because I don't know if we're ever gonna get to five hundred. So I'm gonna reveal it here for the first time ever on FMC. This is an exclusive Photoshop made by the great Sammer who is brought up often on this show, but will never appear on this show. He has appeared on Yeah, I was about to say, he's actually been on this show. Here you go. Here's this Here's this Photoshop that he did. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Josh Giddy. Looking like a 500. A We're going to get there. 500, baby. Tonight we dine in hell because we got to play the friggin' Clippers. That's is, that, is that what he says when he when he hosts his orgies? <laughs> Tonight we dine in hell. <laughs> uh, all right, I've I've sent this link to Ross so we can talk about the finale of Milf Manor. I'm sending this link to our pal Share Delaware so we can talk about the challenge. And we can see oh, Cher's so reaction to you talking about the finale of Milf. It's the Manor. finale. This is one, big time here. One last thing. For my Joel Embiid case, he is leading the league in scoring, ladies and gentlemen. 30, 34 points per game. I don't I I think he's the last to to lead the league in scoring, but he's averaging 34 points, 10 rebounds, four assists on 55% from the field, 35% from three, 85% from the line. He's a, a 31 and a half PER. His win shares is 11. Come on. You man. don't know what those stats mean. I know what all of them stats <laughs> I listen. I listen to the great statisticians of the world. I, I wanted to be a statistician at one point. Not, Did you? And, and that one point was like one year before I started content creating. That was it. That was that one time. I one time. I used to cover uh, like high school basketball, football games and stuff for, for the local paper in North Carolina. And they don't have people that like track stats on that like so i was in like the press boxes or literally just like sitting in the bleachers for basketball games and i'm like tracking rebounds and points and assists for like i'm like tracking the game i got notebooks filled of just like i'm tracking the game as it's live and what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I, I actually do assume they, because they do it now. Uh, yeah. Like they, they have people, like assistant coaches or whatever, will we'll track the games. I probably could have just gotten like a stat sheet from them, but I don't want to do that. I tracked it, I tracked it live as it was going on. Uh, my See, you do the hard work. I used to be I used to do uh, like the stats and uh, the scoreboard for AAU games. Nice. That's where I that's where I first started doing like stats and stuff. So I appreciate anyone who's done that before. It's it's like it's it's work. Obviously, it could be like tedious work. And then if you blink for or turn away for two seconds, you miss a shot. It's like, oh, fuck, who scored that basket? My my entire stat sheet is screwed up now baseball as well baseball a lot easier to track uh with, with everything because that's they have like the literal little baseball sheet that you just fill out as you as you uh go on um a lot of fun going to going to high school games and covering the the local local sports but yeah it's it's very tedious but it, it'd be fun to to do that kind of stuff my so here's another aim which jared bailey doesn't know about uh my original we just had jerry barely on true hill heat and i brought that up as well. why'd you do that i brought that up again i brought that up again he told he told me he retired from tinder so i told him that he should do like a really he should do like his jersey being retired and then go into the hall of fame he was like oh my god that's a great idea from a podcast there's (laughs) there's no way jared bailey is up right now or like conscious or anything no but no, i'm gonna not. send him this link and see if he co- wants to come on to talk about this stuff he retired his number four his number four jersey is up in the rap is that what is Denver. that his number yeah that's what he said his number when he was in high school was number four so yeah his number four is in the raptors that's that's the number that i always wore when i was younger yeah. until i just went with my birth year and then got accused of being a nazi at every turn <laughs> Well, damn. <laughs> no, it, hold on. Uh, Money Money Mark says where North Carolina Durham. I, I would cover the local Durham Raleigh Durham sports teams. Uh, I would travel a little bit. I, I would travel to Wilmington. I think was the furthest I would travel. That was like a three hour drive, and I went there for a college college uh, high school high school uh, playoff game, high school football playoff game. I covered uh, UNC women's basketball for for the for the local paper so there you go um yeah i cover i did cover some college sports lacrosse covered college lacrosse that i didn't have to track stats so that was very easy um so yeah i've sent this link now you know the the uh the the 88 it's like nazi symbolism or whatever Uh... yeah so i i I just i i always try to get the number eight because i'm a kobe fan and because i was born in 1988 my birthday is the 18th, so I was I like, know. eight. Got to get eight. I, I go 88 because it's my birth year, and, you know, people – someone tried to get me fired because I had 88 in my username, and Duke – yeah, I didn't cover Duke lacrosse. Um, Thankfully. <laughs> uh, I covered uh, I covered North Carolina State lacrosse. I covered, yeah, NC State lacrosse. Um not during it was way after all of that stuff, by the way. But yeah, somebody tried to get me fired. They're like, "Oh, why? Why do you employ this guy who was a Nazi because he has 88 in his username?" They messaged Sean, and I'm just like, "What? Wait, they even tried to get you for your Twitter yeah. handle? Are yeah. you kidding me? No, 
That's like, ridiculous. Shit, like, yeah. So, and recently, I always, I always knew. I was like, when I saw your Twitter handle, I was like, oh, someone else born in 1988. What, why would they think not? Why would Nazi be the first thing that comes? I mean, it is Twitter. To be fair. Yeah, it's Twitter. That that one wasn't recently. That was when I like first started. There was a recent one. Like Sean tagged me on Twitter, and it's like, why are you putting over this Nazi? And Joel Pearl jumped in and was like, it's his birth year. Can we not do this? Like, can we just <laughs> not? Oh, boy. What is wrong with people? People are fucking weird, man. They're very weird. Just very weird. All right. I've sent this link to three people, and apparently they all just dislike us. So They're all asleep. Probably fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them, honestly. They're so all asleep. To, They're like, it's 920. It's like I'm I'm asleep. I'm not dealing with this. Share's like this is pretty early that y'all sent me the link. <laughs> y'all don't usually where, yeah, send me like our an, hour, an hour into the show usually. <laughs> where is our pal shared? Oh, she went to Raw last night. She's probably really tired. Uh, yeah. That was probably a long night for her. Yeah. yeah. You had to wait all night before the great segment at the end, too. So. Nah, we don't talk about that shit. I know. I was gonna put you over. I put you over on Twitter last night. I appreciated that. I was so proud of you. I was so proud of you for that tweet. It's true. We're gonna. We're gonna dance. It is true. We're the only people that want to tell the truth. And when we get, I get, I get, I get people all mad at me and stuff. We're gonna dance around what we're actually talking about, so we don't mention the actual wrestling portion of this. But it's very true, and like I, I. I've been telling the wife that for a couple of weeks now. It's like it's just, just kind of sucks. Like it's, it's not, it's not very good. There's not a whole lot going on. I've been making the dragon jokes on Twitter. Just like it's, it's not that good. Like there's not. We know what's good. We under. We know the one story that's good. The rest of it, it's like this. This isn't very inspiring. Honestly, it's a lot of the. If you had told me that the other guy was in charge, but yeah, makes sense to me. And that and that's why the defenders. See, I'm going to use terminology that Jeremy would understand and y'all would understand to skate around. What we're really talking about the the fact that a- Adam Silver is better than David Stern. <laughs> that's that's the oh that's what they've been relying on. And anytime Adam Silver does anything bad, they'd be like, oh no, it's got to be David Stern. David Stern's back. He's back in the in the room. That's the David whole Stern's reason. David Stern's not like, even alive. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they're like, oh, it's gotta be David Sard, you know. David Sard's <laughs> back in there, so gotta gotta be him. It's it's no, no, no. We gotta give we gotta give Adam Silver time. He's been in, he's been in charge for eight years or eight months, whatever it is. He's been in charge for a while now. Why are we still using this excuse? Uh, it's it's not great. It's not great, honestly. Um, all right, Love is Blind is back on Friday. Oh, it is. Yeah, very excited because we haven't had we haven't had much reality television to watch. Perfect no. match wrapped, and so that was the end of that. Are you the one? They, 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 I, did you I, watch? Me and, me and the missus actually watched it because she's my missus. Of course, is a big fan of Catfish, so she saw Cammy was the host. So she was yeah. like, you know what? I'll, I'll try. Uh, Are you the one? Because we watched the first season together, and she hated it. She was like, I don't even know why you continued watching. I, I finished the whole season. <laughs> she was like, I don't even know why you continued watching it, but I did. And but she was like, no, I'll, I'll watch it because I see Cammy, and I was like, all these people suck. Like. Dude. <laughs> 
this was the worst season. They they put no effort into this season. I was complaining every single I fell asleep during the finale and and the 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 wife paused it and she she stopped it and everything. She's like, "Oh, we're going to watch." It. I was like, "I I truly don't care. Like if they win, great. If they don't win, I don't care." Cuz you know, it came to the last light and everything. And like she was like, "Oh, I don't want you to miss this." I was like, they put no effort. I didn't care about any of these people. The the thing that pissed me off the most, I complained about this every single week. The games, they they it was the same little honeycomb setup every single week for the games. They didn't even put like explain it of like, oh yeah, this person actually did this. This is why you won. This is what you get because you. They gave them the envelope before the game. It's like what's in the envelope? It was the same shit every single week of you won the game so you get to pick the date sometimes they switch it up was like you had the lowest score so you get to pick the date but they didn't explain like what the score actually was or who actually said this and everything just no effort on this season it was like it just felt like oh we have the are you the one property we need some content on paramount let's just film a season of are you the one and that's it like they were just filling an obligation here this season sucked garbage season where we i think we only went like two episodes in and i was Don't just i was already i was already disinterested so yeah. you're 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 selling me on not even continuing but I, I, I've, I've said this before me and the missus we got a vpn because we really loved love island uk last season so love island uk ended and they 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 chose the right winners for the first time a girl from casa de Amor, one Love Island the season. It was uh, Kai and Sanam. I was so happy because Kai was originally coupled up with Olivia, who is pr- among the the one among one of the people that I hate the most from reality television. Like she is shady. She talks behind people's back. Then she plays victim. Uh, Kai the whole time. Uh, was uh she she cup she recoupled in Casa more and Kai recoupled in Casa more and she comes back and she's mad at Kai. She's like she's like oh you said you were gonna miss me so much I guess not so much and it was just like you recoupled too what do you do you wanted him to just be alone you just wanted him to be alone because literally before she comes out with the new with the new boo he was like i hope she recoupled because he recoupled first so he was like i hope she recoupled so she can stay in the house she'll have someone i hope the best for her so she comes back he's all happy kai's all happy and then she comes at him like that i was like i hate you so much i might hate olivia more than i hate francesca from uh, Love is uh, really yeah, yeah more wow. than I because Francesca is upfront about being this evil True. person. Fair. Olivia is oblivious to her being a horrible person and a villain Maybe on she's this reality. Not horrible. Show. She is Maybe horrible. You're judging her? No, I'm not judging her. She's horrible. She talks, but she talks behind people's back. I love the reunion. The reunion was this past Sunday, and um, Tanyel, who got, who got, uh, who was, uh, you know, off the island pretty early. She saw the the recap because before the the recoupling where she got uh, kicked off the island, they had uh, Olivia had talked trash 
to the guy who was making the final choice that Tanya was, uh, you know, first kind of talking to and trying to make something with, she was like, oh no, you, you shouldn't. She's, she's very unreliable. There's a reason why, you know, everybody that's been coupled up with her, she's been not interested in. She's really in love with Ron and all this other stuff. Same thing with Shaq. So Tanya called out Shaq and Olivia during the reunion. That was great. Olivia, they played the, the, the replay of the recoupling after Casa Amor. And she's like, oh, I don't even know who that is. Like that, that was just not me in that moment. And like everybody on social media was just like, how did y'all do a whole reunion and didn't call out uh, Olivia for being the shadiest person of them all? Because she was so shady. I, I dislike her so, so much. If it's her, Francesca, uh, the the two twins from Dated and Related, Fessy. These are the the the, the people that I've hated the most from reality television. I hate them with a passion in my in, in the deeps of my heart. But Kai and Sanam weren't, so I can be happy because it proved. Because also Olivia, the whole time, like after Casa Amor. She wanted Kai to apologize to her. And Kai's like, uh, what, what do I have to apologize to you for? Like, I don't have anything to apologize for. He refused to apologize to her. So the fact that he won... <laughs> It was great. It was great because it just proved her wrong because when they were together, they would always be in the bottom three and she would be like, oh yeah, you were in the bottom three with your other couples. I don't know what, 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 the, what, the, what the public sees, you know, that I don't see in you, but I think something's wrong. And like, and then when she was came back with her Casa Amor boo, she was still talking trash about him. Like, oh, I think he just recoupled with her because he wanted to stay safe and he'll be back in the bottom three. And then she gets voted out first. I love it. Love it when karma comes to it. It, it was Fessy getting eliminated and, and Olivia getting eliminated. That gave me so much joy of this season. But the reason why I'm bringing up that we had the VPN and we've been watching Love Island UK, we actually found something else on ITV to watch that premiered last night that is very related to what we usually talk about. They have a whole documentary season uh, series that we watch. Uh, this is a reason for people to get VPN too. It's called Revenge Porn. And it breaks down everything that's happened with Stephen Bear and Georgia Harrison. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and, and Georgia is like one of the main, I think she's like an executive producer on it. It was all about her firsthand, like breaking everything down. They talk about the challenge season. They had Theo on it talking about like, uh, you know, how, how seeing their relationship from the third person. And Theo actually told Georgia very early on that she shouldn't be with Bear, that she's going to end up, you know, crying wow. and her life's going to be ruined. Uh, Kaz, who's on the world championship from Challenge UK and on the world championship now, she's on it because she's like Georgia's best friend. So, but yo, it was crazy. Bear might Bear is also up there as the most one of the most hateable people because I did not like him after you know he cheated against Wes in the uh, what was it uh, War War of the Worlds two when he was basically beating the crap out of out of uh, West during that like balls in type competition when it was like nothing you weren't supposed to punch people during that that, that elimination and Bear was doing that to him so I did not like him already plus he just has a horrible attitude plus he tried to ruin Kayla's relationship in total madness as well but learning all that that's went down between her and him and the fact that he's now he's now got to go to jail ah man 
Stephen Bear might be one of the most horrible individuals that's ever had a camera put in front of their face in the history of mankind. He is. I'll say he he's an actual. We're gonna bring on uh, Cher Delaware, who has been hanging out backstage. Hello, Cher Delaware. How are you? I'm doing better. I have more of a range of motion in my now, so I am doing better. Um, I was at an event of a uh, thing that we don't speak about on this show last night, and I met, I always have people that want to meet me, I don't know why, and um, this guy was like, oh, we should have taken a picture, and I was like, oh, no, no, because I smile like this. Right now. And and if you take a picture, you then you have to break up with them. Uh, yeah, the next story actually, is. Actually, so. said that later. He was like, "Damn it, I could have had a breakup wished upon me." And I think that's yeah. like, like everybody wants to be in the have in the in the group of having a breakup with on them. So Alex McCarthy got a whole new phone that's not a potato, just so he can um, have that wished upon him. So. Has anybody punched Alex McCarthy yet? No, no one should ever punch Alex McCarthy. I've, I'm trying to get Sean to punch him. I'll do it in LA. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. The wife said she would punch him for me. Oh. So she's trying to fight everybody right now. I don't know. That just she's she she's Rhodes last night. I mean Oh, she's always trying to fight Cody Rhodes. <laughs> just she's trying to fight me. I do so many bits just to annoy her. Now during the during the whoa oh I do I scream that now she's not a fan of that yeah so. <laughs> she's trying to I mean we do that too in our house taught the kids how many great uh how how many royal families does wrestling have and they respond back more than one not a fan of that bit <laughs> got the kids involved now just so so much good stuff yeah she's trying to fight everybody trying to fight me Jensen Alex McCarthy. These are all that. these are all great people. What are we what are we doing here? Not me. I, I'm terrible for putting her through <laughs> all of this. Has every right to fight me. Uh, all right. So Stephen Bear, an actual disgusting human being. Yes. Um, I mean, some of some of the people on reality television they suck, but it seems like they're just horrible in like a reality television yes. kind of way. Maybe yeah. you know they're not downright just horrible. This guy actually like an awful person trying to ruin lives. Thing. Oh, he's yeah, the worst. Yeah, I, I can't believe he tried to say that he didn't send it when she literally saw him send it. Like immediately after they they did their whole deed, he he sent it to a friend on WhatsApp and then posted it on his OnlyFans. That's ridiculous. I don't think uh Ross is going to be joining us. I've sent him the link, don't know where he he is, but still gotta do the milk manner finale okay. i'm at it for a second with the georgia thing okay it's such like just an absolute invasion of privacy even like even if you consent to having the video taken or anything like that like it's it's obviously worse when they secretly record you but even if you consent to having the like who the fuck sends it to people? None of my friends want me to send them a video of that. Like that that's that's weird. I don't want to see any of my friends having sex. Like <laughs> that's not that's so weird anyway. 
and then to post it on his OnlyFans and then try to pretend like he didn't do it. And I always thought he was annoying on the show, but it was just kind of like, oh, he's annoying. And I thought that at some point he might become kind of like Kyle was at the beginning. At the beginning, Kyle was a shithead, but then he became like more endearing the longer it went on because Kyle's just dumb. Like, I mean, no, Bear is just a terrible human. Like, he is a terrible person. And no matter what people think of Georgia because of other dumb things that she has done, she didn't deserve that. No. They're they're all these young 20-year-olds, right? Like, they're, I don't think they're, they're, there's clearly no maturity there. Uh, yeah. Bananas is 40 and there's not much maturity <laughs> no. with him. So they're all these young 20 year olds. And I would imagine as these young 20 year olds are, they're all like, yeah, let's, let's, let me see this hookup and everything. And they're all stupid. They're all just very stupid. And they have terrible friends who support all of this as well. So that's why we don't have friends who want to see any of that stuff. These young 20 year olds who are immature and are uh, honestly, a lot of it like blinded by fame of it as well. It's like, Oh, there's this famous person. We can watch this and famous. They're on reality television. Like we can watch this and it's like, yeah, I want to see this. It's like, just can we not be better as human beings? And the, the truth is for a lot of human beings, we can't be better because we have shows like Milf Manor that will be made. <laughs> <laughs> these people on milf man are just trying to find love okay they're just trying to find love right. gotta, gotta say gotta say once charlene was rejected my love for this show died down a little bit it just it took a little bit of a hit so in the finale they have to decide if they're going to if the the moms and the sons are going to stay together and they do this by writing letters. We're pretty sure one of the guys misspelled Paola's name because it's P-A-O-L-A. And we're yeah. pretty sure he spelled it P-A-U-L-A. So Paula instead of Paula. Because they said it's... Well, they, they go back and forth from saying that from the yeah, episode. But that I've seen. Like you should you should still like know how to spell it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's still like kind of an issue. So we're pretty sure that was misspelled on there um so they they write their letters here's why i'm convinced joey is an ai figure okay he is 20 year old <laughs> okay i gotta I, I gotta say this uh first off um so they're playing a game of like truth or dare and it's uh the kelly's there joey's there jose paula that's all the family then there's emma who is joey's sister paula's daughter and there's Mackenzie, who is Joey's sister, Kelly's daughter. So they're playing truth or dare with everybody. I was like, this is just Thanksgiving for them because Paula is, is with, uh, I forget who, who she's fucking with. Uh, Ryan is the guy's name. And then Kelly is fucking with Jose. Uh, and then Joey is there with uh, Stephanie. Uh, I don't I don't remember if it's Stephanie. The, the wife will correct me here in a second. Um, anyway, it's like Thanksgiving, the dinner for them. This is all just family. They're playing truth or dare. And they dare Joey's uh, mother. Not Joey's MILF mo mother. Is that the, MILF? His mom? It's, and, MILF. 
His milk, his milk. not his mom. His, well, she's a mom. I mean, <laughs> I would mom... not. I would never call my mom a milf, even if yeah. she was a milf. Please, so... please just call their mother their mother. Yeah. Okay. His mom is Kelly, and yeah. his his girl is I I forget her name. It's not Stephanie because Stephanie is with somebody else. I'm pretty sure it's not Stephanie. Where's the wife to message me these things? April. April, there, there she is. Uh, Stephanie so, and April are not anything alike. <laughs> yes, April. April is who Joey is with. Yes. yes, okay. I couldn't think of her name. It took you too long to respond. <laughs> You're supposed to know these things quicker. I don't care if the feed is like five minutes behind. You have right, to so Joey loud mouth from the other room. Yeah, I know. I got to be super loud so she hears me and comes running in. It's like, what's wrong? Uh, so Joey's 20. <laughs> Joey's April 20. J. April April is 60. Okay? So keep this in mind. Joey's 20, April 60. So they're playing truth or dare. They dare April to kiss Joey. All right? And so April goes and she gives Joey. Is a good yeah. yeah, kind of. So they dare April to kiss Joey. April goes over, gives him like a peck on the lips and everything. And the wife possibly, she just goes, this is not how his first kiss should be. Like, I just gave the kid his first kiss. He got his first kiss on Truth or Dare on television. It popped me so much. So here's why I'm convinced, absolutely convinced, that Joey is an AI. Because he's a 20-year-old and he just puts into his AI chat of how would a 27-year-old who's had sex with multiple people, who is, you know, who thinks he's desirable, who's a, like a world traveler. I think his like truth or, or not truth or dare, his like dirty laundry thing. That was a different game. You put uh, it in his secret. GPT? <laughs> yeah yeah his secret was like he he's uh he had like a threesome or something which is no not his, true. his secret in like the second episode was that he he had two girls he hit it and quit it yeah okay okay we couldn't remember it because that was so long ago so yeah so yeah he's had these one night stands and everything so he puts just in chat gpt like how would this person respond to to this question and that he is in the way he talks his letter was <laughs> to to april was just very much like write me a sweet letter just the most cliches in the world and everything i'm convinced the way he talks very robotic like he's like memorized all of this stuff like doesn't feel natural at all watch the show with this in mind sb3 and tell me if i'm off base here so just watch and be like yeah that, that sounds like an ai this kid is a 20 year old who asked that who 20 year old virgin who has to act like a 26, 27 year old, like player. Yeah. Here's Ross. Ross Berman is here. Everybody looking like he just woke up hung over as hell. How you doing Ross? I'm good. I just woke up. Uh, how, how, yeah, how's everything going on this beautiful Tuesday morning? We, we are talking about the MILF manor. Tell me if I'm off base here, Joey, is an AI. He's a 20 year old virgin who is programmed to act like a 27 year old ladies man. And it's tough for him to figure out everything he is saying is just in a chat AI. This is my theory here. Cause this, he had his first no, kiss with yeah, April. He's, 
the 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 explanation with Joey is very simple. We we all well, this is this is a wrestling show. We all understand kayfabe here, right? Some, yeah. All all reality shows have kayfabe, and I think everyone in the Milf Manor house understands that reality shows have kayfabe, except for Joey. <laughs> And I think the episode that proved that to me is the episode where they bring in the daughters and the family and everything. And suddenly Joey's just sitting there like, wow, all these people seem to like me all of the <laughs> sudden. It's created such an interesting moment in my in my life. And he's like, oh, uh, what's her name? Emma starts like complimenting him. And he goes, oh, thank you. Like he has yeah. no idea what to say about it. He's just like, oh, I, I don't I'm I'm nice. I'm good. You know, it's very... This is why I'm convinced he's an AI. He just no, no. He's too real to be an AI. That's my point. He is too real of a a type of person to be an AI, and that's why I just I hope that I'm. That's why I'm kind of glad that the all the commitment ceremonies went the way they did because I don't think Joey understood that even if April had like truly committed to him, it's over once that once the cameras stop rolling. You know what I mean? Yes. It was very, I did, I felt bad for Joey that everybody else committed to each other for the, you know, two seconds that the filming was still continuing. And then she was just like, we're just going to be friends. And he was like, I I gained a friend. I got me a 60 year old (laughs) best friend now. Oh man. Yeah, it was, it, I don't know. I'm going to be real honest. I felt like the finale was a bit of a letdown. It was a bit of a. I think I the show went out. It kind of felt like they went, "Oh, uh, we, we got to get out of the villa. The Verbo's up. We gotta, we gotta go home." Uh, all right, let's wrap this up, everyone. Uh, write some letters. Decide what you're doing. Shit or get off the pot. Let's go. Let's let's wrap this up. I agree. The finale was a complete. It was a letdown once Charlene did not find love and did not get taken taken into the bedroom. Cher, mm. don't you make that face. Don't you make this disappointed face. This was the only thing I was rooting for all season, and it didn't happen. And, you know, Kelly started off hot, and then things kind of tempered down with her and everything. She had to try to sneak out with Jose, create a little bit of drama there. But even Paula came around as like, okay, sure, I guess they're fine. It seemed like she understood, like, yeah, they're, they're going to be together for five more minutes. And then once mm-hmm. these cameras stop, it's over. So I may as well just act like I accept all of this. Ross, do you think we witnessed Joey's first kiss? Uh, when he was dared to kiss April, or April was dared to kiss him. Do you think that was his first kiss? Um, no, but I do believe that it was his first game of truth or dare. <laughs> <laughs> like I, that it's 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 I don't I knew a lot of guys like Joey in high school, and there is like this I get this vibe that like he has kissed a girl, but he's never been in a big enough group to play truth or dare. Like it's I don't know I get this weird like anti like it just I don't know I get this weird vibe from 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 Joey that I haven't been able to shake in how it's been what forty eight hours since the finale and I just I haven't been able to shake it. He besides uh, Charlene needing her own manner to for Rock and Charlene of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I need I need a Kelly Joey McKay I need that family to have their own reality show I need the universe to be created out of this i need the milf manor universe i, I will admit that shit. when when mckenna showed up uh it made joey and kelly's relationship make way more sense because yeah. like kelly and mckenna are those are the they're the mom and daughter that are trying to be sisters right where it's like yes. they're they are they are close they go partying together they have done everything together 
And Joey wants that relationship with his mother. He wants to be at this. He wants to, you know, feel like he belongs. Like that was that was the vibe I got from Joey for the entire season. Is that he want he just he really wants to sh- prove to his mom that he can hang and prove to his mom that he's cool. And I I don't know if he succeeded, but it definitely I think once McKenna showed up, it, it snapped everything in place for me as a viewer. We we need. We need this this whole family to just have their own reality spinoff because she's got other kids as mm-hmm. well. I want to know what the where the where the dad is, how he plays into this. I say get Jose coming around every now yes. and again. We we need we need more to come out of this the Milk Manor branch here. My my pers- my personal favorite moment from the finale was when Ryan was when uh, Ryan and Paula committed. And then they cut to a talking head of Ryan's mom basically being like, good for them, but he's going to cheat on her. Like that was the <laughs> vibe that I got from his mom's talking head interview. Where she was trying to not say my, like, I'm glad they, I'm glad that they have found each other, but my son is not mature enough to handle a relationship with anyone. <laughs> he's there. He's the oldest person, oldest uh, uh, male on the show too. He was 30. I know, and he acts like he's twenty. He's he's like he's got that like he's completely possessive. He keeps writing songs for people. Like oh, he is just a. Oh. I, Ryan is also someone that needs a reality show about him because he's got that like he's got that like Jersey Shore side character vibe. His songs when he was writing his letter did did he misspell her name in the yes. letter? Okay. I, me and my girlfriend have a running have a theory that the reason they had to read their letters to each other is because not all of they weren't sure that everyone was going to be able to read the letter that someone had written them. Like there <laughs> there is the I, I I really want to I want to read how those letters were spelled because there was there I don't know. They that was the point where they were like, you already spent your last night in the house. Now go write letters. And it took everyone so long to write the letters that they were like writing into the night and they got an extra night in the house because everyone took so fucking long to write the shit. <laughs> like they cut to Jose. He's writing. It is pitch black outside the window. It's got to be like 9 p.m. by that point. It takes a while to express these feelings. And if you're Ryan writing songs and poems. And he was everything. like, oh, "This is gonna be my magnum opus. This is gonna be my great song. <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be the song that proves that I, I am, I am the greatest of all time." Like that again, Ryan needs, Ryan needs a show. <laughs> that weird possessive dude. I was, I was very disappointed. It seems like there's no reunion or anything. No. Like none of I these people like- want to remember they were there. They don't want to. They don't want to go back. They don't want to revisit this. Who cares? TLC needs to force him to do it. They force all this other shit upon everybody else with 90 Day Fiance and everything. Get him back there. I, I need to know how these stories end. I honestly get the vibe that because there, like, there seemed to be no crew around the house, the producers all interacted with them through text, that like TLC was trying to be very hands-off with this show just in case anything went really, really wrong. Because as uh, as uh, as as your wife pointed out in the the reviews, it's been reviewed. It's been called a Freudian nightmare. It's been a Freudian <laughs> horror escape or whatever. And was I, as as funny. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Was TLC recording it via like blink cameras or something? It looked it, 
like it was very possible. Yeah, like it looked like all of the cameras were just set up around like various corners of the house. Like it didn't, it didn't have like a, there wasn't a lot of handheld vibes to any of the, yeah. the Honestly, shots. Very funny that the channel that had freaking John and Kate plus eight and the Duggars is concerned about Milf Manor. Well, I, as I have been joking for a long time about the emotional damages lawsuits, but that is a real concern when you're putting moms and their sons together and telling them to date each other. And so, like, I, I think they needed to see how this goes. I honestly believe that if we get a, if we get a second season of Milf Manor, it's either going to be much, much crazier or it's never going to be this good again. Like, there, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like we've witnessed, I feel like we've witnessed a singular event here in the past however many weeks of Milf Manor. So, as, so as a mom, I always say that this show absolutely disgusts me because, like, I, I'm raising adults, like, mm-hmm. I know that they're going to do things, but, yep. and we're very open about things. I still don't ever want to hear about their sex life. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So, as sons, would you guys want to go on something like that with your mothers? Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, no. No. Oh, no. no. To be fair, Jeremy kind of did at his wedding, though, because Cass was definitely trying to be... <laughs> Here's here's how I will here's how I will put it because I've I've me and my girlfriend have had this conversation many times over the course of Milf Manor. <laughs> if if someday my parents after thirty years of marriage got divorced, because uh, that's I'm you know my parents have been together for actually no forty, I don't know how long ago it was nineteen eighty, um, but like way the, too long ago <laughs> exactly. And so like if they get divorced, I I hope my mom finds someone you know yeah she's allowed to find whoever she wants. I don't want to I want to be in the house. Don't want to be I, if it's one of my friends, it's one of my friends. But it's one of the, like it's I I can accept the premise of Milf Manor, but God, I wouldn't want to be there for it. You know, hmm. I, I I respect that these women should be allowed to find love, and that these women should be allowed to find love with whoever whoever they want. Everyone in the house was consenting adults, but good lord, I don't I don't want to see my parents like that. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to be in the situation where I was seeing my sons trying to hook up with people, or where they mm-hmm. were seeing me trying to hook up. With okay, people. so I, I have a question. It seems like for. The, for the most part, and, and Ross, you let me know if you disagree. It seems like the the women, for the most part, were the ones that like kind of wanted to do this show, and those sons were like, "Hey, we're accessory here." And well, you have to remember how the show started. Both the mothers, ago. both the mothers and the sons thought they were going to be on a dating show. Yeah. yeah, and so the sons were initially excited. Yeah, until they found out they were dating older women i but they, I they think knew they were, they were st- getting into the older women i feel it, like no they didn't they no. just knew they were going to mexico to find love as someone who just watched the first episode it did not feel like that it all right not I, like that. I, I trust all, y'all's memory over mine i don't know the, shit. all the all the moms were told you're gonna find love in mexico and they were presented with a bunch of 20 year old dudes and all of the men were told hey you're gonna find love in mexico and were presented with their mothers and so it's it I think there was a very I think I think the moms had a much different experience than the sons. Oh yeah. 
which is also I, I think I think the moms were probably told that this is gonna like they were probably asked questions alluding to the fact that they were gonna have younger men yes. as the pool. I and I think that maybe they asked the sons like, oh, are you interested in older women? And they probably said yes, but I don't think it was as emphasized as it was yep. to the mothers that they were going after younger men. Okay, okay. Let, so let me spin this a different way. Share Delaware, we we're trying to get you on a million different reality shows. I know. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's assume that you will you will not go on a show called Milf Manor when you were in your fifties and oh, Jared Bailey is here now. Bro. Everybody, <laughs> everybody shows up I, now. Yeah. Uh, let's let's assume you're not going to go on a reality show in your fifties looking for a twenty year old. Okay. Uh, unless SB3 and I are still around to try to bully you into this, because it'd be a great bit for this silly show that is now on ESPN uh, 18. Um, okay, let's assume that. But let's assume one of your, or let's theorize, one of your sons are like, hey, mom, I want to go on this show where I'm looking for an older woman to be with, okay? But you have to be there as well your 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 son is in they're in their 20s they're looking for the 50 year old and they want to be with an older woman they want to be on the show but they gotta you know it's it's parent supervision it's a field trip here and you have to go with you have to go with him on the reality show would you do this okay so when i'm 50 my son will be almost 29 okay so that's fine. Ryan, Ryan was 30 on this show. Yeah. I think that's a little bit more balanced than 60 and 20 because as he might, he might be with a 60 year old on yeah, the show. A 60 year old could literally be a 20 year old's grandmother. So mm. that's like, I had my kids super young. I was 20 when I got pregnant with my youngest. So that's more balanced. I will do anything for my kids, but you're staying on that side of the house. And I'm <laughs> No, 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 no. You gotta stay in the same room. No, no. I'm, <laughs> like you gotta stay in the same. That's the premise of the show. He's trying to get in Granny's panties. He needs to go over there. And I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> you gotta stay in the same room. You gotta get uh felt up by him blindfolded which was the thing that oh my god the blind massages yeah yeah the blind massages listen (laughs) i my kids don't have a dad around so they are very um very big mama's boys and i'm just now getting my six-year-old to not sleep in my fucking bed so i'm not about to go on a show where he tries to freaking sleep in my bed again because he already told me that he was gonna sleep in my bed till he was 35 so like we ain't trying to <laughs> perpetuate further yep and this is also the kid that's obsessed with talking about his freaking ball sack all the time so like i don't need to hear it any further than that no so you would not do the show is what i'm hearing if i could support him without having to watch or hear things would would you sleep on the couch yes you still gotta like participate in these made-up games that they have now so that my spoiled ass kids can sleep in my california king bed 
Like, no, no, you got to kick them, <coughs> kick them in the head. Be like, get out of here. No, they're they sleep like little psychos. Like, there's limbs going everywhere, and and my yeah. oldest is like almost the same height as me, so I can't fight him. Man, you can't. I mean, you might lose, but like you can. You met like, my kids; they beat the shit out of you. They they kick in the shins very hard and everything. <laughs> I, I I took a Judas effect from from uh, one of them the other day, which which wasn't very fun. Broken nice. no kids are kids just scrap, man. It's very sad. All right, so I asked I asked the wife if she would go on this show, and she said only to to drag the kid out of there. So that's the only way. <laughs> <to get> her. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, that's a good. I so we've had the reality television conversation because we watch a lot of trash reality television, and I'm like, oh, I fully support. They want to go on these shows, and Mm. this is how they want to find love. Yeah, get them cameras coming around. I know how to be a reality television star too. I know what these producers want to hear and shit. I watch enough to understand how. Well, and you're realistic enough to know they're not gonna find love. They're gonna find attention. How dare you? However many law, however many weeks the show is on the air. Um, and so like go for it i am the person who believes in love more than anybody i believe they will find love on these shows hey a a good that's that's and and that's that's wonderful you and joey (laughs) have a lot to talk about (laughs) (laughs) can we get joey on this show what's his oh my god i i i'll bet i'll bet you we could get joey on the show um let's get joey on the show i want to i want to (laughs) discuss How many boobs he's seen in person? (laughs) Oh man, I I, it finally clicked for me uh, on the finale. Joe Joey is bar mitzvah boy from SNL. Remember the Vanessa Bayer character? (laughs) He he just wanted to go home to his Yankees sheets and and sleep in his own bed. Okay, last one, Ross. Uh, Since you didn't join us last week, thoughts on Amber's ex just showing up? And ready to bang her in the middle of the uh, dinner here, April. Sorry. I'm re- I, I, I'm rooting I'm rooting for both of them. Uh, like <laughs> that, my dream for the finale was that April was going to be like, I've decided to get back with my ex husband. Because um, <laughs> that that was the other moment where, I, like, when you guys were saying Joey is is a is an AI that's programmed to be a ladies' man, like, no, because if he, that was the case, he would have known what to do when her ex husband showed up and like actually, yes, mark for lack of a better term, see, mark his I, territory. Th- see, this is where I thought because you know he got real hard when he was talking to to uh, April. See, I don't think he, think he has. AI, sorry, I'll explain this. <laughs> I don't think Joey, like, in, um, like, he's AI in that, like, he knows how to act, like, on the spot like that. But once he enters in the data into the, the program and everything, he knows what to say. So he Good entered data, in the data no. of, like, what should I say? Because he got, he got hard talking to April. Like, truthfully, I don't give a fuck what this man says. Uh, and everything's like, yeah, you didn't have this energy when he was like right in front of you. He went to, he went back to the the chat GPT, entered in the data, and this is like, this is how you should act. And that's no, but how that, he learned. That, that's my it. thing. Is you're supposed to be at is is it's supposed to it's supposed to be a second nature. It's not supposed to be something you go back to the chat GPT and be like, all right, well, what should I have said to my girlfriend in front <laughs> of her is- ex husband? You're supposed to stand up for yourself there to him. You're not supposed to go to her and be like, hey, 
that wasn't cool. I don't like that guy. See, he can't do that. This is why, okay, maybe he is not like AI, but he is using AI to understand how he should be speaking to these people because in on the moment, he can't do it. But I don't think it's AI. I think one of the producers him texted him and went, hey, man, you kind of look like a bitch in that thing. Uh, you might want to... You might want to go in there and, and like stand up for yourself or else April's going to go back with her ex-husband. Like it, I, that, that was the moment where I knew Joey was just doomed. He just sat there and then I, was like, hi, I'm, I, I'm, uh, hi. Like he just, he, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He doesn't have, he, he doesn't have that self-esteem that you need to like actually succeed in the MILF Manor house. Because they're, children i've found joey on instagram oh let's do it let's invite him on invite him on the show his bio says milfs matter all milf lives matter to joey um no what a dream what a dream i'm gonna message him that kid's got an nft collection okay (laughs) hello joey my name is jeremy i do a podcast talking about milf manor i was wondering if you would like to join us for an inner chat for a for an interview for a chat for a chat about your experience on the show Hope you are doing well. You got to be like friendly, you know. You are. Can't wait. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Hope you are doing well. Really enjoyed you on the show. You got to boost the self esteem a little bit. There you go. Really enjoyed you on the show. I mean, he was uh, the star of the show by Truth or Dare. <laughs> yeah, he kind of was. Like a Truth or Dare, he had two women fighting over him. <laughs> Have a great day. Looking forward to hearing from send all right we have messaged the joey from milf manor to see if he will join us for a very special uh interview on this silly show that we do oral surgery we can we can get him we can book a cameo from joey of course we can you won't (laughs) do that (laughs) oh it's temporarily unavailable follow he is drinking it looks like a corona in his cameo picture there's a couple of milf manor people on the cameo charlene's on cameo someone buy me a charlene cameo i I, i'll I'll set up a gofund so you can get a charlene cameo there you go it's only 24 dollars. that's it oh well shit i will pay for (laughs) (laughs) he was like i won't even (laughs) i thought i thought she was one of those people smart enough to go triple digits but all right if she's only 24 (laughs) dollars $24 $24 for a Charlene cameo. It Damn, takes $3 Charlene. to just message Joey on cameo. That's insane. <laughs> Cameo's insane, to be fair. It is. Very much All so. right. Hello. Are you gonna ask Charlene to be on the show? I'm going to ask Charlene uh, when she's getting her own show. That's I, what I would like to know. I cannot be on the show if you are talking to Charlene about her getting railed. I, mm, I, yes. I can do it. <laughs> I think that's the show that Jeremy does on his own. No, I need you guys for moral support. I can't do that. I'll be there. I'm team Charlene. Get railed. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. I have listened to you talk about wanting this woman to get railed for. (laughs) (laughs) 
how long has the show been? Like <laughs> weeks, weeks, and they took a couple weeks off too. It felt like years. <laughs> Ross, thank you for joining us for for Milf Manor. Once we get the interview with Joey, we will we'll have you on. You'll be part of the Joey, the special Joey interview, where we learn all about the behind the scenes of this stupid show. Uh, do you have anything to plug for us? Uh, at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, rossberman.bandcamp.com for all your music needs. I'm writing op-eds and news over at Wrestling Inc. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to share my MILF Manor thoughts with you. Thank you for giving me a forum to vent all of this stuff to someone who isn't my girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you to, to, for being here. So I have somebody to talk to about this while the other two just look on in disgust as I talk about this show bye ross thank you buddy take care uh jared bailey is now here because we messaged him this link why did we message jared bailey hi jared bailey i woke up and i saw that you sent me a link and i didn't know what it was for but now i'm fully aware and i'm fully invested so let's fucking (laughs) we were talking about both manner yeah you again what's up how old are you again 24 yeah how old's your mother um, hold on, let me do math in my head. You're a terrible son. <laughs> oh, I don't know how old my mom is either. No, she would be 20 years older than me, so yeah, 44. You guys are signing up for the next season of MILF Manor. You know, Sal and I about this, actually. Like, if I would go on MILF Manor, and I don't know if I could bring myself to do it. Yeah, I know. Like, the premise of it is hilarious, but I don't, I don't know. Do you think... Uh, you think your mom would want to watch you hook up with people her age? I don't know, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to watch my mom hook up with people my age. You know? That's that's my point. That's that's the trade-in. I don't know. That sounds like a conversation we would have to have. I can be supportive from afar. Yeah, maybe. But no, Sat and I had like a full long conversation about this because I tried to get Sat into this show, and he like texted me when he started watching it, and I was so happy. Uh, <laughs> what so. what is what is? Oh, I found it. Okay. I'm going to message this link to Sat. I don't know if Sat's awake. He's probably working. Well, that's fine. I'm just going to send it to him anyway. I just send people this link without like like, any explanation. And there was no context behind it whatsoever. No. I like freaked out a little bit. I was like, oh shit, did I like agree to do a show that I don't <laughs> No, it was because I told them about you re- you retiring and yeah, uh, putting okay. your jersey up on uh, on uh, on Tinder when we yeah. discussed that on gotta, True Hill Heat. Gotta hang Saturday. my gotta hang my twitter or my tinder profile in the rafters why did you find know. love no no just, <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the thing i've just uh i've had more than enough uh uh tinder nights so and i think it's time to just to call it are you maturing is that what it is maybe yeah. that, that's, i don't know no <laughs> no <laughs> are you on any other dating apps are you still no, on bumble I cut cut all of them. I feel like it was just it was needed. The only gonna... I've ever had is the one that um Jeremy and SP3 set up for me, where they said I was proficient in ebonics and crumping. What is crumping? You don't know what crumping is. No. This man doesn't know what aim is. He doesn't know what we don't know what aim is. He don't even know what crumping is. What what is that? It's the dance. Like dancing. Oh, it's a dance. Kind of. It's. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's not like. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. Get crumped up. Get crumped up. Get I mean, crumped up. 
That's just, about the the way to, to just do it. So like a lot of like, yeah. a lot of movements like like that just knock it. Whenever down. I think of crumbs, that sounds awful. I'm <laughs> way too white to do this. Oh yeah, I only <laughs> yeah. Bring it on the Bring It On movie, and she thought she was killing it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, watch, watch. Um, uh, what's the what's the movie with with Channing Tatum? Not Magic Mike. The the other movies. Oh, um, Bang in the Streets or whatever. Stomp the yard. Stomp the yard. Yeah, I knew it was something like hey, that. Watch this. banging the streets. Close. <laughs> banging the streets. Stomping the yard. It's all the same shit. I'm looking at it right now. No. Anyway. Oh, it's a K. And we had a man write a step up. That's actually what I was thinking step of. Up. Step up. Yes. We had a man write a fucking novel to me about how evil his ex girlfriend was. Yeah. Kept messaging me over and over. So we stopped checking the dating profile because he wouldn't go away. Yeah. Jared Bailey, can we sign you up for a reality show? Yeah. I'll allow that. Which which show would Jared be, be good on, guys? The Love is Blind. Oh, Love is Blind would actually be a decent one. I think Love is Blind or The Circle. I think you would do good on The Circle. Yeah, circle. That's what, that was my first thought. But. What's The Circle? Yeah. No, I, I don't. Circle, you got you can be like a catfish and stuff. We need Jared face-to-face with people. Yeah. He's not that's, on Love is Blind either. I know, that's why I don't like that suggestion. Love Island. I would do Love Island. Okay. Love Island wouldn't be bad. Love Island would be fun. Jared Bailey, because now you can take off half of the pressure on me, because they're always trying to sign me up for real. I mean, the odds we're to sign you both up. The odds to go into Love Island are slim to none, so they can sign me up for whatever they want. I told you I want Love Is Blind because I want to lay on a fucking couch and eat while these (laughs) tell me about their problems. I would do Love Is Blind. You're gonna you're gonna be like uh the the one the one girl. It was Raven, I think, right? She right. was like doing her workout. Doing yeah. <laughs> doing her workout while what's his name was just spilling his heart to her. Yeah, that was like, you working out. <laughs> no, my ex girlfriend watched Love is Blind, so I think that would just be funny if like she's watching it and I show up on there. That would make me laugh. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be great. She's like, Let's damn, see. I should have stayed with him. Oh, well, all right. Love is blind sign up. Oh god. There we go. go. Did you find it? I have I have kind a kind of sorta in with Love is Blind. We interviewed uh Matt Thomas who was on season one. He was not on season one at all, but he was on season one. (laughs) Okay. He wasn't like one of the picked people. Right, right. He he actually did like he was part of like a love triangle thing, but he explained this all to us. He's actually the first if you watch season one of love and love is blind he's the first person that speaks on the yeah. show so technically he is the first person to ever speak in love is blind history nobody wow. can anything from season one except for lauren and cameron that's the problem yeah sign me up for all of them i don't care casting all right we're gonna season one of love is blind i don't remember shit <laughs> if you're the official casting website all right i found the official casting website for love is blind no longer available well, that's not fucking helpful <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe they're not taking cast we're gonna get you on the dream might die before it even begins farmer wants a life farmer wants a life that's jared would you could you be a farmer jared no you've wore a cowboy hat before you you gotta have a farm is that all it takes to, to <laughs> yeah <be a> <laughs> pretty much 
wear a cowboy hat, you're a farmer. Yeah. Why? What? What? In, what show involves me being a farmer? Farmer, farmer wants, wants a wife. That's a show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that would work though, because like they have to, they very clearly understand that I'm not actually a farmer. I'm just a guy in a cowboy hat. Well, you need to learn how to be a farmer. <laughs> your hair, and they'd be like, "Oh no, no." Yeah, no. They would see how I dress and my hair. They'd be like, "Yeah, no, you get out." <laughs> like, right. Nope, nope, nope. I would married at first sight. Could we? Could we sign up Jared for married at first sight? Oh, that's a good one. God, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> Oh, what? That's you could that's do that. Like I would be doomed. That sounds like what? a lot of paperwork. And I basically <laughs> lived married at first sight. I got engaged after like six months. It was a terrible decision. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the more I think about it, the more Milf Manor sounds fun. Like I will go in there and I will be the Martian Milf Hunter, and I will just go. <laughs> on Your mom's got to be the there. Martian though. Martian Milf Understand hunter. that, right? Yeah, I know. You gotta, He's like, like I'm, I'm fine with this. You have to room with her and everything. I forgot about that part. <laughs> See, every everybody thinks they want this show until they're reminded of what actually happens on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a doing? good outweigh. What does this show turn into? Big question. <laughs> do you uh, like? Cougars? That's the number one question. Do I like what? Cougars. Um. Yeah. I've I've had one, I've had one instance with with one. Okay. How old was she? Going on the thirty-five. Oh, that's old for you. Yeah, yeah. For me, a little bit older. It's fair. It was great. Oh, I don't work there. Any- yeah, no, it was my boss. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! I was like, he was like, he was like, I don't work there anymore. But then I remember, I was like, yeah, no, that no one who worked there is gonna see this. So yeah, this is fine. Please tell uh the, the location, please tell no, know, I can't do that. The last four of the social security. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, that was a time in my life. That was exciting. Wait, how old were you? This is like last year. Oh. Yeah. Well, 35 to 23 to 35 isn't that big of a jump. Maybe I'm pretty just age naive. For a woman, it is. Because 35, we're like fully grown. 23, you're still very young. Yeah, bro. I had a Lunchable for lunch yesterday. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so? Same? You're a child, Jeremy. <laughs> Facts. We're not going <laughs> to Lunchable shame on this show. Are you kidding me? I'm not doing that. So nice. I've never eaten like, like a love confession show because I would go on that and just spill all the goofy shit I've done. That would be fun. See, this, wife is says, why, this is why we need to bring back our late night stuff, Jeremy. Oh, well, SP- I SP3 crashed out for a second. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need remember when we would do that. On I Friday? remember, yes, we just do it in the morning now. This is now our, our, our morning show. People- Dating stories. Jeremy talked about the time he got broke up with at Disney World. Why do you have to bring that oh up? my god! And they married her. As if, <laughs> as if Disney World couldn't get worse. Yeah, Disney World sucks. Disney World is ass. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Oh, I hate Disney. Thank you. Why? No. Why do you hate Disney? What's your story? 
Um, not necessarily a story. Yeah, I guess it is kind of a story. I don't know. The only time I've been there was in July. It was like 95 degrees with a trillion humidity, oh. and I wanted to launch myself into the sun and die. <laughs> I hated every second of it. You, you just went at like the wrong time of the year is yeah. all you did. It, even if you do go at, you know, in like February or something, like you're still going to be waiting. That's all you do. You pay a shit ton of money to wait in a line for two hours and see a picture of like Winnie the Pooh on a go-kart ride. That's basically Disney. <laughs> That's why you just buy your own theme park and then you don't have to wait in any lines. Well, that's I've seen how that worked out for <laughs> Eric Cartman. And <laughs> well. Listen, when I was on my way to Jeremy's wedding, we passed a theme park mm-hmm. that closed somewhere in fucking Ohio or maybe northern Kentucky. Cedar Point? It was one that was permanently closed. Oh, I want Cedar Point. And I kept tweeting at Tony Khan trying to get him to buy it so that they wouldn't have to film at Universal because they're obsessed with Ohio anyway. And they can film there and he can own a theme park. And he would not respond to me. I would go to respond to my messages there. Don't feel bad. Yeah. It's okay. It was nice when I met him. Wow. Thanks, Sherry. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. (laughs) Taking mark pictures with Tony Khan out here. Oh, dude. I'm that is I don't get nervous around people. I was fucking shitting bricks. I was so excited. Oh, I don't think I think he would probably be more nervous meeting me than I would be meeting him. But that was me when I met. Uh, Brian Danielson. I was literally about to throw up on myself, and Will was like, "Your turn," and just pushed me. <laughs> I, I don't think I've met any of you wrestlers, really, which is weird. You've met the second most powerful man in wrestling, though. Exactly. So uh, that's what matters. All right. What what is the show devolved into, Jared? I'm sorry no that you have retired from Tender. R.I.P. to all the the tender ladies out there who was the looking tenderonies. Yeah. Can you tell me what your tender bio said? Were you still the butt chug champion? I had that in there. Yeah, that never left. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um. What else did it say? Something like it was supposed to be very funny. Like my, it gives you like an option to put like a song that like represents you in the in the bio, and I put uh, Billy Gunn's Ass Man theme song. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Well done, sir. It's swiping right, the good one. Yes. Yeah. See, if I saw Ass Man, that would automatically, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, uh, it just felt like time. Maybe, maybe I'll come out of retirement like Jordan with a 45 jersey on, but I don't, I, I don't, so. I don't, forget. I don't see a reason. So. Since, you were man... the number, since you were the number four, you should wear the number five. If you mm, that's a good idea. There you go. How how does this man know the a Jay Z reference of a song that came out when he was not born? But can't tell you anything else from this time. I didn't know that I was even referencing a Jay Z song. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Actually, that makes a lot more sense. There's a Chris Brown song that he might have ripped off from Jay Z. That was like an unreleased song where he talks about coming back like Jordan wearing 45. Yeah, he probably ripped oh that off from Jay Z. All right. He thought it was, thought it was Chris I Brown. Your, I love your honesty that you were that just makes, like, 
I had no fucking clue I was doing that. Makes that makes sense. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't have anything against Jay Z. I just not. I'm not in tune with Jay Z lore. Jay Z lore. Mm -hmm. lore. I've never heard that term in my goddamn life. That's there's a different <laughs> word that is supposed to be used. I just couldn't think of it. That's no. That, Jay -Z, that Jay -Z lore it was perfect. Jay Z lore. Jay Z lore. I should get a Jordan forty five jersey, and then like any when I do, if I do re-download anything, I'll just send Jeremy a picture of it. Like it's time. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's also just because like I'm twenty four. I'm gonna be twenty five this year. Most of the people on there are like eighteen, nineteen, and it's just I don't know. Like adjust your. Um age settings yeah i mean you can but i think last year after i had like a a short stint with like an, an 18 year old i was like all right i'm getting a little too old for this oh yeah i can't even have a conversation with an 18 year old so yeah that was something because like like it, it like just clicked in my head at the time I was like oh god you were born in like 2004 this is fucking weird oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah that is that is pretty weird yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd do it again. It was good. Like I, it was. <laughs> There's just a lot. I'd do, I'd do it again. Uh, yeah. Probably like it was. It was fantastic, but oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, dude, it was. The wife is yelling something from the. the I just, I just hear her screaming. Uh, that's me internally right now. <laughs> oh, she said she graduated in 2004. Uh, yeah, that's when my latest hookup was born. So there you go. Oh, God. oh that's terrible. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Can't, can't do that. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> I mean, like, if it was later in life, it wouldn't matter. Like, if I was, like, 40 and she was 34, that's whatever. But 20, you know, 23, 18 at the time, it was just, yeah. 18 is just a child. Yes. I remember when I first turned 18, though, and had all those apps, bro. I went wild. Oh, when I turned 18, I thought I was a grown-ass adult. And I was absolutely not. And then I got engaged because I was a stupid grown ass adult. So, yeah, I didn't do that. Like my first, like two, <laughs> my first, like two, three weeks in college, I was a madman. I started college when I was sixteen. So, were you just super smart, or what the hell? I had super smart. I finished my associate's degree when I graduated high school. Yeah. That's impressive. That know. is impressive. Look at this. Let's agree now. Yeah, I'm not, your off. we're not chasing a, a master's. We're we're content with the the four year piece of paper. This you you. get degrees, baby. That they do not get degrees in grad school. So wow. that's another reason why I don't think I would survive. Like I just I know I don't have the the attention or care to attain I it. Also, I also really want to get my doctorate just so I can force people to call me doctor. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to buy a one-by-one -one thing land in Scotland so people have to call me Lord. <laughs> there you go. Use the <laughs> WrestleTalk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. WrestleTalk code. As soon as I saw Ollie talking about that, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm doing something. Yeah, I'm doing this. This is funny. 
that's happening. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to get my piece of paper. I'm going to make sure everybody knows about it. I'm going to get my uh, drive changed to say Lord Jarrett Bailey. And there's nothing. not calling you Lord. <laughs> I, Lord. I feel like that's what I, I feel like that's doc, call you doctor. Yeah, but I would earn my doctor. <laughs> I, <laughs> he earned it too. He put a code in, he ordered it online. Like that's earning. And I used the code WrestleTalk20 to get 20% off. So now I got my land at a discount. I've used it, folks. I'm not even this... gonna use, I'm gonna buy like 15 blocks. There's gonna be a small part of Scotland that is mine. <laughs> This is a good see. Use this on the reality show, Jerry. This is a good conversation starter Bro, right here. It would be. I think it would like be a, like an easy in if like you put in that my name is Lord Jared yeah. Bailey. Like that would be like okay. We have to at least see why this kid like, known as Lord. Like the really over dramatic like king. Like yeah, you gotta show up. Yeah. No, the, yeah. That one kid on MILF Manor who just wore the craziest, weirdest shit. Was, Gabriel, was that Gabriel. his name? Gabriel. I ate that kid. <laughs> he, you should see how he dresses for the finale. He's, uh, he's in some get up there. I just want you to show up like the people on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because they get out of the limousine and it shows like their job is like a cat petter. And yours <laughs> just says, Lord Jarrett Bailey. Yeah. You say, can you talk with an accent? Lord Jared Belly. Um, yeah, probably. Okay, do it. Like, oh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm still in. Still in. Still in wake up mode. So, Jared, you're gonna have to wake up on this show and keep the accent going. We're prepping you right now. You're right. You're right. All right. Um. I don't know. Give me a sentence to say. I can't just do this off the dome. Hello. How how are you? What would you like for breakfast? Okay. Hello. How are you? What would you like for breakfast? <laughs> that is the hey. worst. The worst English accent I've no. ever heard in my life. Right. Hey, my name is Bailey. Lord, it's ba we can't do the Lord thing then because they're going to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> the English is out. You gotta know. You gotta perfect this gimmick. This is this is what we're here for, Jarrett. We're gonna make sure you get this down by the time you get on the show. Oh man, this is that sounds like a lot of prep. <laughs> this is this is how the great ones thrive in the reality worry world. Worry, <laughs> worry, thrive. Slip. Okay, Freudian slip. I I think I've seen enough of like Love Island and Milf Manor to know how to act and behave on this show and how to get what i want so i think i'm in nah see jared you're you're thinking too small time though you want you're looking for a season we're looking for a franchise here baby <laughs> well we spinoffs we want yep, jared baby spinoffs if i do well enough i can get my own spinoff but you're not gonna do well enough if this is how you're gonna prep if you're like i'm not putting in the prep work you got oh. you gotta be ready I'm not doing an accent though, because that we can do prep for something else, but I, I just don't think the accent's gonna work. I'm telling you, they put Jarrett on the screen and it says Bailey, and then it has some like dumb job underneath it. Like, I don't know. Knit sweaters for caterpillars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caterpillar sweater knitter. Yeah. 
there he's gonna get so many follows on social media from women he's got it got it in the bag that's all i need I don't know what this show has evolved into at this point. <laughs> the same thing. Did I have people there that like, cut my hair and trim my beard for me? Because I assume so. I assume I they got, you know, they they show them them like doing that all themselves, but I don't believe that actually happens. No, they would I mean, have my... to. These roots ain't dying themselves. I've thought about dyeing my hair again, but I don't know. We'll see. You have a new hairstyle like every month. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'm a very, I crave change. You know. I did a great job on this, though, I must say. Hold on. Like, I do all of this. And you did little, all that yourself? I did. Trim my beard and everything. Wow. You did a good job. Yeah. Very no, nice. There, there have been times where I have done it myself, and it has not turned out well, and then I've just said, fuck it, got rid of all of it, just to start again. But... Those times Chair, are done. Chair Billy, do you have anything to plug or closing words here? Oh, I don't think anything that these people would care about that are watching. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at JBaileyNFL if you like football and shit. I talk about wrestling and occasionally reality TV on there too, though. So it's not just that. Jared will be on this channel next week for when we lose more fake money betting on wrestling. Oh, fuck. Yeah, WrestleMania is coming, isn't it? Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah, I'll be here next week with Jeremy. Yeah. Well, Jared will be here doing that. Again soon. So, that'll be happening. Absolutely. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Jared Bailey. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy Bye. tender retirement. Thank you. Hope you got a nice, uh, what, what do they call it? It's not a severance package when you like, yeah. retire. A pension. Pension. Yes, that's the word. But he retired before he would actually get a pension, so true. Well, but no, not real. Yeah, yeah. Tinder is twenty five instead of sixty five. Is twenty five for Tinder? (laughs) You have to retire at twenty five. That's so. There you go. So hopefully he got a nice uh, severance package. And with that, (laughs) are we going to talk about the challenge? Do have time to talk about the challenge? I don't know at this point. I love the challenge, by the way. I love this past episode because Kelly Ann was a star. Kelly Ann was. was a goddamn she star. Got fucked over by John A. What John the A. John A. Doing? Yeah, that was a that was a decision by old okay. John A. There. Why would you let Nelson? Like Nelson had a chance of winning. Why would you have Nelson be, be nice your de- decision maker? No, no, no. I I hope Nelson is doing well. That he's recovering yes. from you know the car accident. Uh, you could go to Weston uh Ber- Berman uh Twitter because he shared the link for the GoFundMe if you want to you know help him out with the medical bills, which you know is going to be a lot of money for all the things that he's dealing with, but. She she said that she let Nelson choose who he wanted when it's another person from Argentina. Obviously, he's not going to pick the person from Argentina. That hurts him. And then he picks he picks Tristan and Kellyanne. And my lord, Nelson and Hui, that is one of the worst performances I have ever seen in an elimination. All time. 
all t- that's a top three worst performance in elimination all time. That's up there with what was the last season? The um, I think it was like Tommy and the other girl from Big oh, Brother yeah. when they yeah. couldn't lift it up. That that it's those two. Those two yeah. are among the top the top three, top five all time worst elimination performances. This whole episode was dedicated to John A trying to figure out if she was going to throw in Kellyanne. And it all came down to how Nelson was going to wear his hair to decide of what it was going to do. If the hair is up, Nelson gets to make the decision. And if it's down, he can go with whatever. And he put his hair up, so he got to make the decision. And yes, he picked Kellyanne. Here's our here's our challenge draft. So Nelson is gone. That was my last pick because I felt bad for him. And I was hoping, you know, hoping for the best. Who was his partner? I already forgot. Ahui. For those that, that don't know. Sophia, um, Sophia Jimenez. Oh, Ahui. okay. Okay. That's, for those okay. that don't know, Nelson was in a really bad car wreck. It caught on fire. Um, he's lucky to be alive basically yeah but awful. yeah he mentioned the gofundme and everything and um we joked um with the way mtv is they're absolutely already starting on the video package for nelson's redemption arc and so nelson is going to finally win a season because they are going to fix it so that he wins his return season <laughs> Uh, they're gonna get the my sacrifice video package ready for him. My he's working sacrifice. out. He's doing puzzles and everything. He's looking at the camera. He's getting. The, he's running, running up the hills, running in the snow, swimming. Hopefully, you know things go well there. He's doing. He's doing all the work with the my sacrifice, and then he's gonna come back and he's gonna win the season. I'm excited. Hello, my friend. We meet again. It's been a long time where's who we been? Feels like forever. And you see him and, and Corey and Honor. And then my hard memories. Oh. And then you see uh, Fessy screwing him over in Double Agents. <laughs> oh, they are absolutely like, they'll bring Hunter back for that season. Oh, yeah. Any yeah. advantage they can give old Nelly T. They're going to they're gonna have to do it. He needs them. I also think he's gonna get you know big sympathy because he'll he'll return and people are like oh we can't throw Nelson in like everything he just went through and everything somebody will be a jerk and probably be Fessy, fessy. Oh, yeah, yeah Fessy, fessy. <laughs> we both know it it's Fessy gosh like just repeatedly send them in like yeah it's it's it definitely would be uh, Fessy but man that was a bad performance you know all all love the support that Nelson and he didn't get the fact that you have to have momentum because it was basically the males had the females on this like platform and there's a string down and you had to basically have momentum and swing your partner over to this like roll row of puzzle pieces and you just had to get momentum so they get far enough to grab the puzzle piece and he kept stopping Hahui. He kept stopping Hahui and swinging her again and literally everybody on the outside, Bananas, uh, Jordan, they're all telling him like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> well, you can't you can't help Nelson. He's just, he's, he's gonna... He's Nelson. Yeah, he's going to be Nelson. There's really no other way to explain this man. If you watch the challenge, you get it. 
And if you don't watch it, you're as confused as he is when he's on this show. Yes. But John A was horrible. Horrible. Because That's why would you go to Kellyanne and tell her, you're my best friend. I really want to work with you. Like, make her believe that you're not going to say her name only to just say her name, turn around and say her name. Like, she really ru- ruined her game early on into this game. I think it proved to me that John A needs to stick with All Stars. She, she's not built for. She she's she's up against like actual competitors because yeah. the women's like kind of been lacking a little bit uh, on All Stars. Yeah, they, she's up against like yeah actual competitors this season. Yeah, and I think that she there's not as much of the politicking in All Stars because. True they're all just kind of there and you know like i'm not saying that there's not some but it's not as much as the regular show and i just i don't think that she is built for it anymore well i mean they won the first challenge at least so the competitively i mean like you know because on all stars they they all throw each other in they're all mostly friends and so it's a lot easier because you know somebody has to be thrown in but on this you've got the people that you don't really know and you've got the you know the rookies and everything and so to immediately throw in kellyanne i don't that was a terrible decision she made her decision she has to to live with it now and kellyanne's coming back and yeah we'll see how it plays out for for John A. At some point, the veterans are gonna have to like really. I mean, John A. Kind of made a first big move here, going Kellyanne, who was her friend, yeah. under the bus. Yeah. The veterans are gonna start. Looks and like next the- week, Wes is uh, Wes is getting into it. Target. Next week, SB three. Yeah. yeah, he becomes a target for Grant and uh, I think Danny as well. But I, I would hope I would hope that Wes stays long. Please, please, please challenge gods. Let Wes stay uh, long in this one because he's always entertaining uh it, it, it for Janae, I, th- I think it was just that she's never had power this early on as well like even in the all-star seasons where she won she would get power maybe like in the middle or later in the game not the the first power move of the whole entire thing the easy thing to do was just throw in argentina against argentina like there yeah. would have been no blood on her hand no one mad at her. She doesn't have a close relationship with Jody. Jody doesn't really have a close relationship with anyone, really, besides maybe Wes. So it would have been no blood on her hand. And I think I think we're seeing like from the conversations in the house that Wes is actually closer with John A than he is with his ex-girlfriend Kellyanne and someone he's won the challenge with in Jody. So he there would have been no no blood on her hands, no sweat off her back. She didn't make the the smart decision. And I think it was more to, I think maybe the move was to strategic to not be aligned with Kellyanne because then she would be viewed as a duo with Kellyanne who's already come out and said that she's aiming after the stronger teams, which 
Tori and Casey who play the challenge horribly because they don't focus on the season that they're in. They focus on the, the next two seasons and try not to start any beef with anybody because, oh, I might be the next challenge with them. And Tori literally told her whole game of the reason why we hate the Vacation Alliance is because they always play the game like that and not trying to ruffle any feathers because they're worried about the next season and the season after that. So I think it was more John A trying not to get on their bad side and not to be aligned with Kellyanne. I agree. I hope the pacing is a little bit better for this season. I didn't need a full episode of just, hey, what's the decision going to be? And then the elimination at the end. We got to get more, you know, because they did that those seasons. Well, one episode, I don't, I'm terrible with like the seasons and everything, but like there was one season where it was like, fifth, it felt like 500 episodes. And one episode was just like nothing but drama. They didn't have a single daily. They didn't have a single elimination. It was just all drama stuff the entire hour. And that this was like the last season where there were hour episodes. Then they kind of moved to like hour and a half episodes uh, to try to put more in there. Um, these are the seasons that were just like awful. Maybe you guys remember better than I do. I, but know what you're I don't. About. The season whole season was so incredibly long. Anyway, and yeah. then episodes where just nothing happened and like i like drama i mean i like the competitive stuff in it too but some drama some drama makes it interesting you know but i don't need a full episode that is solely drama like at least give me a daily or give me an elimination or something like yeah so i i agree for sure on that I think the rest of the season will be better place uh, paced because they had those two back-to-back episodes where they did like the qualifier yeah. and then the elimination and then the second episode was the draft and then the first challenge. So I think that's why this episode is paced weirdly where it was just nothing but the house drama going into the elimination. I think the next episode it will be, you know, we get a daily challenge and an elimination in one episode. Yeah. We shall see where the rest of uh, this episode or the rest of the season takes us. Um, but yeah, it, it's off to it's off to a good start. Don't need just as much drama with, with everything. Uh, need 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 the daily. Need the elimination. Get back into it. Yes, agreed. All right. Anything else as we wrap things up here today? What a long and dumb episode. <laughs> We decided to invite Jared Bailey, so we we went on a oh, uh, an excursion. That was he retired from tender. This is big yeah. news. Yeah, we had to. We had to. That was a, that was a must. That was a must here. But yes, great. I, I think I think we we covered all of our bases here. Uh, no new shows for us to discuss, so I think we're good to go. All right, Love is Blind is back on Friday. We will be watching that. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit next week, and then. As the MILF Manor is done, we'll have the challenge. We'll have basketball as the NBA constantly changes. And who knows what else? It, you never know what you're getting on this dumb show that we do. You never know. SP3, do you want to plug anything? Uh, check out um, the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. This week we got my interview with uh, Impact Wrestling X Division champion Trey Miguel. Uh, we discuss edibles. 
and what edibles to have when uh, watching Impact Wrestling. And we also discuss uh, a whole bunch of wrestling stuff. But edibles when you watch Impact Wrestling is the best question that I ask. So check it out. And then next week, we got my interview with Chris Bay dropping. So some interviews dropping from Impact Wrestling. So coming up on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. And all the other nonsense, AE Ramble, watch-alongs, and a big week coming for WrestleMania week. So check it out, True Hill Heat. Someone who knows nothing about edibles, share Delaware. Do you have anything to, to plug? Um, uh, I don't think so. I'm still doing Fair. my um, daily posts of women in wrestling. So almost done with that. The month is almost over. Last night was Ashley Massaro. Um, literally wrote that in the middle of... Monday Night Raw, sitting ringside. Um, <laughs> I forgot to write it. Um, yeah, just follow me at Share Delaware, and you can see that fun stuff. Um, and if you will be in LA next week, say hi, because people are always like, "Oh, I didn't know you were gonna be there." As if I don't tweet eight thousand times a day, so like. <laughs> I will be at Wally Mania. I will be at the FTR thingamajig, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, it's just called FTR, FTR Live. Yeah, something. I, I don't know. Um, you can watch Matt Coon roast me because that's his greatest enjoyment in life right now. His son, his greatest joy is just bullying me every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, he told me last night that I looked like the um, Lily doll that Alexa carries. Um, uh, yeah, and then I'll be, I have tickets to ROH, SmackDown, NXT, and both Nights of Mania. I'm not going to all of that, but um, I have tickets to it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of hard to go to ROH and SmackDown because they're at the same time. Well... Are they? Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm wanting to go to the beginning of ROH, but I got comp tickets for SmackDown and the Hall of Fame, and I want to be at the Hall of Fame just for Ray, because he's my kid's favorite wrestler. So we'll see. But yeah, got all that going on, and that's it. We. Oh, there you go. I will not be in Los Angeles. Nobody bothered me about that. Matt actually asked me today. He's like, "Am I see you in Los Angeles?" Like, no. But now that I know he likes making fun of you and roasting you, I'm, I will tell him to please, please roast Cher Delaware. Here, here, more, I'll tell you a funny, a funny story. I was asking if I could take an, because I was having trouble sleeping after my surgery. And he was like, take an edible. And I said, uh, Google tells me that if I take an edible with my painkillers, I will die. And he said, well, after my neck surgery, I did it all the time. And then immediately said, but delete this text in case you die, because it won't be good for podcast downloads if I kill it via SMS. <laughs> Sean, Sean was telling me something uh, yesterday. And he's like, do you want to know? I was like, yeah. And he calls me. He's like, 
I like, wait, this is so important. You have to call me. He's like, I can't leave a paper trail on this. And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. That's a tease for everybody who wants to like, oh, what did, what did Sean call Jeremy about? What is the hot news? Trust me, it's not that important, but it, I can make it sound like it's the biggest thing in the world. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Probably not going to do two hours next week because I'm going to be super busy next week with everything. And I don't know if we're going to have two hours and to spare. What's up? It's Mania Week next week. Yeah, it's uh, exactly. I don't have two hours to spare on Mania Week. I'm going to do like no shows next week. Like, no. Do you know how many Drew McIntyre interviews I'm going to have to listen to <laughs> when he's doing promo in Los Angeles? Are you kidding me? I'm not trying to talk myself. I listen to this man talk about everything. Uh, look, watch everything on Fightful Overbook. There's a bunch of stuff. You can watch Tag Talk. I believe Haley is back next. No, two weeks from now. She's back after Mania. There will be a show next week, though. Watch Tag Talk. Uh, watch the New Japan show. Watch uh, Bread Club with Matt and Kieran. Watch uh, Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. Watch Indeed, although I don't think there's a new Indeed this week. Uh, watch last week's episode where Reg and, and Mike interview uh, Effie. Um, you can watch Newsworthy with myself and Joel. You can watch Joel and Tim and Kate plus eight. You can watch, uh, I don't know, all the stuff that's on here. Okay? Just watch it. Subscribe, leave a thumbs up, all that fun stuff. All right, everybody, you guys are great. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week for more dumb stupidity where we don't talk about any wrestling. Bye, everyone.